Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the final word. Good evening. I'm Jenna Harner and welcome to the final word, the show that invites you, the fans, into the conversation. You can get your opinion on TV right here every Sunday night. And let's get started by introducing you to tonight's three panelists. Please welcome former NFL and Pitt player Doran Dickerson. John Harbaugh goes for two again and doesn't get it. Wow, just taking so many chances for his team. Analytics though, right? Yep. Former Buffalo Bills general manager Doug Whaley. I just uh, redid my Christmas list. Scratched off everything except one thing. Do not cancel the Peach Bowl. I want to go. We have multiple of you and multiple of us saying the same thing. And from our partner, GKPittsburghSports.com, Chris Carter. What's up, Jenna? How's it going? It is going wonderfully. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Back from vacation and loving it. Oh, well, we I'm glad to have you back. <laughs> Some of the topics we'll be talking about tonight. A look ahead to the Kansas City Chiefs, plus a deep dive into the COVID situations in both the NFL and the NHL. And of course, your final word. But first, the night's big topic. The Steelers pull out another second half performance to get the win over the Titans. After today's win, what are your thoughts on the chances the Steelers have of either winning the AFC North or making the playoffs as a wild card? Doran, you're first. Well, looking and seeing what Harbaugh just did, you know, you're, you're giving teams a chance in the division to try to strike up and drum up some some emotion, some some tolerance to go and, and try to win games. So I I think their chances are very high. I think they have an opportunity to go in there these last three games, go in there, strat, scratch, claw, try to get some wins, and uh, put themselves in a nice spot. We don't know what's going to happen with this division. It's up in the air. The Steelers' chances are very, very high as we sit here right now. So much parity this year, it seems, really more than most. But then again, this is the NFL, so there's always parity. Doug, your thoughts? I think they have a better chance of winning the AFC North than making it as a wild card. You look at Baltimore. They have, is Lamar Jackson going to be back? If he is, look at all the injuries that are impacting that team. You look at Cleveland. They have the COVID issues. They have to move their game. How is that compressed schedule going to affect them? Add to the fact Baker Mayfield has shown he can't come through in one-score games. Cincinnati right now, I think, is your biggest obstacle. They are talented, but they're young, and you can tell by their inconsistent play, they will not be able to make it at the end when it's crunch time. So I think they have a better chance of winning the AFC North 
than making it as a wild card. And the inexperience really there for the Bengals a little bit apparent, but the Steelers seemingly have one of the easiest schedules remaining among their division competition once they do get past the Chiefs. Chris, your thoughts? I mean, that's the bottom line right here, and the two teams, two of the teams that make it the easiest schedule are the teams they need to pass up in the Browns and the Ravens. And listen, the Browns, they may have Miles Garrett and this, that, and the third, but they, like, like Doug said, they got Baker Mayfield as their quarterback. He's going to hamstring them for the rest of this season. I see them struggling down the way. The Ravens, they got a rough schedule down the way. The Bengals, like Doug said, they are talented, but they are wildly inconsistent. I said this months ago, right on this show, that this team would fold at some point this season. They started folding earlier than I thought they would, and now here they are. They're trying to battle in for one of those wild card spots. They're hoping that the Ravens will trip up. I think that the Ravens, they would have been the team had they not been decimated with injuries in the situation that they had. If they had Marlon Humphrey, if they had a lot of their pieces, they'd be right in it. But the Steelers absolutely have a chance to win the AFC North. Like Doug said, though, that plat wild card picture is getting really murky with the Chargers, with the Colts getting a big win this past this past weekend. The Bills are staying on track. And all the tiebreakers, the win over the Bills means nothing now because the Steelers tied the Lions. They cannot tie the Bills at the end of the season. And don't sleep on Miami. Look at and what they're doing. don't sleep on Miami. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought that they're making the AFC East competitive in that way? Well, a reminder, you can keep the comments coming. You can find us on Twitter at WPXI Final Word, on Facebook at The Final Word. And now it's time for five words. Give us five words on the outlook for the Steelers and Chiefs. From Joey Bag of Donuts, this isn't previous year's Chiefs. Matt on Twitter says, Merry Christmas, Steelers with the upset. Some optimism there. On Facebook, Douglas says, Kelsey will eat them alive. It's time for the panel's five words on the Steelers Chiefs. Doran, let me start with you. Can you stop Mr. Mahomes? I mean, it really comes down to stopping Patrick Mahomes. But remember Rocky Four, whenever Rocky's trainer... <laughs> Uh, saw saw that Ivan Drago got cut. He's cut. He's not a machine. So you know that you have an opportunity to stop Patrick Mahomes. You've seen him in the beginning and the first half of the season that Patrick Mahomes was getting stopped by these defenses. So this has to be the Pittsburgh Steelers' best defensive uh, uh, show up all season. T.J. Watt has to have his best game of, his, of the season next week. You have to get after Patrick Mahomes. You have to stop Mr. Mahomes. If you stop him, you stop the Chiefs, and you get a win. Doug, your five words. Field goals won't do it. You cannot kick four field goals against the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't care how Mahomes is playing. They are going to put up points. This offense has to get in gear. And on short fields, they have to convert to touchdowns. We, there's a saying, you throw to score points, but you run to win games. They have to implement that formula against the Kansas City Chiefs, or it will be a blowout. Field goals will do it. And that defense for the Chiefs has really stepped up in the last handful of weeks. That's one of the reasons behind their recent success. Chris, your five words. Offense has to show up. You know, it's just what Doug was saying. It's just what you were saying, John. This defense for the Chiefs has gotten better. Early on in the year, they were a joke. Everyone, they were making, they were a laughing stock. They have recovered. They have gotten healthy. They're back into it. And now they're playing at a much higher level. Like Doug said, if the defense is getting you four turnovers, you cannot convert that into just four field goals. And you also have to be able to create things on your own. And I'm not saying a 30-point performance. But the only way the Steelers win this game is if it's a defensive back and forth. Yes, the defense has to come in and put the job in on Mahomes. But they're not going to beat that team next week if they're getting one touchdown drive and then hoping that the defense keeps giving them great field position with turnovers. That's just not going to happen. And it's not just on, 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 the, on Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator. I'm tired of hearing about it. The offensive line is playing bad. Ben Roethlisberger is missing open wide receivers. Everybody's to blame. It's like that scene in the office when everyone's got the finger guns pointing at each other. Everybody is to blame. And it goes around. they got to address that 
at this week because there has to be something that's consistent next week. And Chris, with Kansas City hitting their stride right now, they're not going to give the game away to the Pittsburgh. No, nope. they're not going to lose it. The Steelers have to go in there and win the game. Take it. And that's what San Diego was trying to do. I mean, the Chargers, L.A. Chargers were trying to do on those fourth downs. Knock the champ out, and that's what the Steelers have to do. Well, the Steelers and Chiefs kick off at 425 next Sunday, and that means a live final word next Sunday night. A whole lot of reaction coming there. Well, next, the big changes coming in sports, especially the NFL and NHL regarding COVID. Which approach do you think is the better one? Ron on Facebook likes the NFL's approach. Just play the games. Next man up, we deep dive into it. Coming up next on the final word. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the final word. Welcome back to The Final Word. I'm Jenna Harner with Doran, Doug, and Chris. And we're going to talk this segment about COVID and how the NFL and NHL are changing their protocols. A lot to unpack here. It's been really a fluid week. The NFL easing up on testing for vaccinated players while the NHL tightening things up. Teams are going on shutdowns through the holiday break. They're just recently saying they will not allow cross-border travel, at least until the holiday break is up, in the hopes that some of these case numbers can decrease a little bit. We're just going to kind of open up the floor here a little bit because all three of you bring very different areas of expertise to this situation. Doran, I want to start with you because as a former player in the NFL, Obviously, you follow all the rules, you follow all the regulations. This has been such a different situation for so many of these players, something that they haven't been used to that seemingly they're now used to because of what the last handful of years has been like. But for you, in a player's perspective, how do you kind of make sense of all this craziness and what are your thoughts on kind of the day to day changes here? Well, you, you just got to you got to play. I, I, I just want to play. I mean, this is what I'm here to do. This is what I'm getting paid for. This is my job. So I want to do everything I can that's necessary to be able to go out on that field, to be able to go out on the court, on the ice, make sure that I'm prepared mentally and physically for any changes, to be aware of the situations that are going on in the in the country, in the world, uh, and etc. So uh, my thing is, I will do anything possible to get on that field and play. So if I have to follow certain rules, if I have to follow certain guidelines, then that's what I'm going to do because this, I'm here to do my job. And if I, if I can't do my job, then, you know, what am I, right? So uh, with the NHL too, uh, I believe that they have gone such a different direction with the, than the NFL because they're all indoor uh, arenas. Mm -hmm. NFL, most of them are outdoors. There's a couple indoors, but most of them are outdoors. So you can kind of have a different guideline for NFL uh, teams and things of that nature. So NHL, they have their set of rules. NFL has their set of rules. But as a player, I just want to play. 
And I think there was a little bit of a frustration, too, from some of the players this week on opposing teams for those teams that their games got rescheduled because it was like, all right, we did everything that we needed to do. We got vaccinated, or at least a large majority of the league has been vaccinated. And they said, look, we're playing by the rules. But it, it seemed like they felt like there was a little bit of last year where it was, okay, we're getting the short end of the stick. I know a lot of Raiders players were very outspoken. Doug, as a former GM, I know that probably had to have been frustrating from kind of a front office perspective but at the same time the league said that this was something that they were going to do they you know this could happen this season it wasn't like we were going to assume we would potentially make it through a whole season without a couple things changing here that's the biggest issue here is consistency mm. when you cannot plan for something that is the hardest thing football people are creatures of habit you give them a schedule they want to stay with that schedule when you alter that schedule especially midweek that is where it throws everything off. And the one thing, though, I was taught early in my tenure in the NFL as an executive is we're all pawns in this money-making machine. Don't get it twisted. This is a playoff push for the NFL, and those media rights start to spike when the playoffs. They're going to do anything and everything to make sure they get these games in. Different than NHL. NHL, you're dealing with two different countries. You're also early in the season. Mm -hmm. You have time to adjust and make games up. You do not in the NFL. But the biggest part and the biggest strain on the organization, especially from the GM point, is every day, I don't know what to tell our coaches, our players, our staff, what's going on. So you have to be flexible, but just understand, whatever is going to make the money, we're going to have to do. Chris, we will get to you in a second. I want to take a quick look on Twitter here, some opinions on social media. The leagues had issues last year, and it was a disaster. Now this year we have a plan, and immediately when things got bad, the league went off script. Get your league officials and player associations, come up with a plan, and stick with it. Kind of a little bit along the lines of what Doug was just saying there. But, Chris, it's just one of those things where it's like we expect the unexpected because of the fact that that's unfortunately what we're dealing with right now. No, absolutely. And one thing, Doug, you brought up a great point. That, you know, forget anyone trying to say, oh, player safety. For the NFL, this is about money. Mm -hmm. That's the bottom line. It's always been about money. You know, and we've seen that with how they've done concussions in the past, or what's been revealed with investigations. The NFL, all sports, everything revolves. The decision-making runs about how can we make the most money with this opportunity and overcome this obstacle to get this money. That's what's coming in here. Now, obviously, you want to have the biggest players available, so that's where player safety comes in and says, okay, we want to make sure that Patrick Mahomes does play on Sunday Night Football because that's going to pull in huge ratings. So that's a big factor here. But like Jenna, like Jenna, you were saying, players love routine. That's Doug was saying, players love routine. When did the Steelers collapse happen last year? It was the week after they, the NFL said that your Ravens game was going to be Monday and then Tuesday and then eventually Wednesday. And then the routine was messed up. The, 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 the players had several injuries that game. Bud Dupree was lost for the season. And then the Steelers were in a funk that they couldn't get themselves out of for the, for the last month of, month of the year. And I'm not saying that was the only thing that was wrong with that because they did have other problems. But they were in a rhythm last year and that, and that, and that one change did not knock off that rhythm. Players, players in the NFL especially are players of habit because they play one time a week. You charge your body up for that game because it's a crazy game. It's the most physical game. It's going to bring you the most bruised. That's where I see this being a being a being an issue. You do need consistency. But for me, I'm more on the side of taking precautions, especially with the way the NHL is going. We still don't know what's about to happen with other variants that might be coming our way. Chris, yeah. I have to correct you on thing. The owners are con concerned about health and safety. It's their bank accounts, health and safety, not the players. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> there it is. That's true. And it's just one of those. It is just a fascinating, I guess, look at all of the way that the Leafs are handling things. And Doug, with what you were saying before and Doran, too, just about the fact that, you know, the NHL, a different country comes into play. So you have to be working with kind of Canada and all of their protocols and things along those lines. But is there a little bit of a concern here, I guess, the fact that, okay, if you do have these teams go on a pause, have a little bit of a shutdown, that some of the teams that maybe don't go on it will spike a little bit later. Again, it just seems like it's just so uncertain that is there kind of a good time to do this or just it has to kind of be that case-by-case scenario until it just becomes too big and you have too many games to reschedule. Jenna, I say sports is a very mimics life. It's a slice of life. And think about us in life. All of this with dealing with the coronavirus, one day you got to do this, next day you got to do this. You just got to adjust. We don't know. And if people would just come out especially our leadership in sports, and we won't talk about all the other stuff, but if they said, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We all have to, if we love this sport and want to get this season in, we have to be flexible. So don't hold us to it. Just be malleable and be able to do whatever it is to get this thing completed. You have to be able to adapt. I mean, I mean, that's what being a professional is, especially you know at the professional level. I mean, you have to be able to adapt at any point in time. You have to be aware of everything that is going on around you and be able to evolve and adapt when things are needed or when things uh, go wrong or things go right. So it's all about adaptation as a professional uh, and especially as a professional athlete. You have to be able to adapt at any point in time. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for this wonderful discussion. Now, when we come back, we're going around the horn on any topic. The final word is next. This is the final word. It's time now for the final word. Everybody gets a chance. Chris, we start with you. Whenever the Steelers lose, especially last week when the way they lost to the Vikings, everyone's this doom and gloom. The sky is falling. There's no hope for the future. Sell everybody. Get rid of TJ Watt. Get rid of this guy. Get rid of that guy. And then the Steelers win, and everyone's like, oh, okay, this ain't that bad. And this, this is what I always try to say. Put things in perspective. There's a lot of pieces on this on the Steelers for the future to hold on to. TJ Watt, one of many. You got Minka Fitzpatrick, the way he's playing right now. He's phenomenal with the way that he's stopping the run. But as soon as they get things figured out up front, he's going to be back to being the X factor back in the safety. Devin Bush, I said a while ago, he's not a bust. You got to give him time to develop. They've got young pieces, Najee Harris, Pat Frymuth included, to build around. There's plenty of hope. Don't let the sky fall in on you, Steelers. Fans. Doran, your final word. Like father, like son. I mean, how unbelievable was it to see Tiger Woods not only back on a golf course, but on a golf course playing with his son, Charlie. Uh, the mannerisms, I mean, every single facet of their golf games are almost identical. I just thought that that was so cool to see Tiger Woods playing with his son and, and seeing how unbelievable his son's going to be in the future. We have uh, to stay tuned for young Charlie Woods because he is going to be uh, the next rising star. Yeah, what a moment that was. Doug, your final word. If we haven't noticed or you haven't noticed in the last week, college athletics is a business. So let's stop bashing college football players for making business decisions and not playing in bowl games. If you're not in the CFP, these bowl games are a chance for other guys to get opportunities when the people in front of them make business decisions to pursue their lifelong dream. They've worked so many hours and dreamed about being an NFL football player. Yeah, you say the percentage of him getting hurt is minimal. 
Until it's 100% no, I don't care. These guys need to make those business decisions and live out their dreams in the NFL draft. Could not agree more. Now, because we're about some fun stats here on the final word, how's this one? Ben Roethlisberger has never lost his first home game following the release of a live action Spider-Man movie. Just a fun one for there. Thanks so much for joining us on the final word. Have a great one.